Hey, and welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Tweedale, aka Are You Kristen Feminist Scrapbooker. This is the season of experimentation brought to you by the Awesome Ladies Project. Join our free community today at theawesomeladiesproject.com. Hey, everybody. Today, we have Christine Heron from Everyday Explorers Co. with us. I am so excited. She is one of my favorite creators in the papermaking world, paper crafting world, papermaking. Well, she does so much making, so it's papermaking world. So hi, Christine. Can you tell everybody a little bit more about you? Hi, um, and thanks for having me on the podcast. Um, yeah, gosh, what about me? I have been doing a lot of making, <laughs> for sure. A lot of assembling, too. So, um, yeah, I run Everyday Explorers Co. Um, it's a clear stamp and journal and now mini kit company. Um, I'm based in Berkeley, California, but I grew up in the Philippines, so... Um, I moved to the Bay Area maybe like 10 years ago-ish now and just I'm also a graphic designer and so I came here thinking I'd you know maybe work at a publishing company or tech and I'm like nope going back to my first love crafting and scrapbooking and so I feel really lucky that I get to make a lot of stuff um, with Everyday Explorers Co. and yeah that's kind of where I am right now and a little about me. Awesome. So I'm, I'm so glad that you're here. <laughs> you have been making really cool things for a really long time. Um, yeah, no, I, I feel like the first thing that I remember of yours that I had were, I want to say, letterpress cards from a Kelly Perky kit. Ah, yes. Yeah, the I think the yeah, the first things I really made in the scrapbooking world are with Kelly Perky, who I love to call my fairy godmother. <laughs> I say like, "Oh, Kelly's my fairy godmother" cuz she she really opened a lot of doors for me, um especially in this world. And she's one of the first people who really I guess, you know, saw my work and thought that it would do really well in the paper crafting world so if you're listening Kelly thank you <laughs> thanks Kelly yeah. because uh your stuff is amazing you have this incredible way of creating I want to say you give a sense of completion to your products which is weird because we take your products and then make more things with them yeah but you like okay you have this new product subscription called Mm -hmm. the mini bookmakers club yes i have been lucky enough to be chatting about you for the with this for a little while now Mm -hmm. yeah and when you sent me the first one all i could think was this is everything that you've been talking about. And when I mean everything, I mean, you have included inside these little mini book maker club kit. You pull off the sleeve of the kit and inside the sleeve is a little sketch out your ideas. Like a planning page, yeah. 
it's these ideas that make you just this brilliant person in our world. And it's just, I love seeing things like this, this planning page inside of the belly band on (laughs) your kit. Cause that's just, it's such a gift that you get when you first open up the Mm -hmm. kit and you're not even, you're not even inside the kit yet. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I love that you like, I, I, I love that you love that about the kit and when you were saying um like com- like completion there's something about like completion with my stuff um I think yeah like that is a big part of like how I develop my products I always want to think like okay how is what's the end goal for this thing and I think I'm also like, what's every step of how someone's going to be using this kit? Um, And I think that really comes from, so I have like a background in publishing. And so I think a lot of the products that I used to do in the past, it's always like, well, when someone picks this up, like, do they know what they're going to make with it or what they're going to do with it? So like that was usually like planners. And so we'd have like how to use this page in this planner, how to use this page. And I think it was probably training from that where like when I when I was thinking of okay if I were to make a kit is there like a clear I guess path for someone and how they're going to use everything in the kit and I think that's why everything in the kit is like that where it's like here's your planning page here are your stickers here's your here are the sketches you know here are the here are the prompts here are the ideas and that's <laughs> that's really where a lot of that is from. Well, and I think that's such a brilliant idea because so many of us will subscribe to a kit monthly Mm. and then we'll get it. And then we'll be like, "Mm, I don't know what to do with that just yet. Let me put it to the side and I'll get to it. Mm. And then it'll be a month later and you'll get the next one. And then you feel guilty because you haven't gotten to the first one. Yeah. But with yours, there is a clear path. Mm-hmm. And you have inside inside the kit. Well, also, so it's re- it's also fun because my favorite products in your kit uh-huh. are not actually the scrapbooking products. Yeah. You have this little zine. That's my favorite part too. <laughs> you have this fold out four page double-sided zine Mm -hmm. that gives you sketches that gives you ideas the colors on it are always so great the color blocking on the zine is like I always flip it open and I'm like oh my god the colors (laughs) like you you open it up and like oh my god these colors go together (gasps) look at these colors oh my god it's it's just so it feels so personal mm-hmm. like someone's taken the time to really help you get through something to document yeah what's well the one that I'm looking at right now is the next one the, the one that's in your shop right now mm-hmm. which is I, life right now yes and it feels like somebody designed it 
so that they're guiding me to capture what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Even though that's totally my jam. Yeah. This is your, this is definitely your jam. Yeah, this one, this one feels like it was made just for me. Yeah, a lot of the currently prompts are inspired by a lot of the prompts that you use a lot too. I'm so, like, I'm so excited to make my pages, but it feels so much more than just creating a mini book alone because you have this guide and you're walking alongside the entire time someone's creating yeah yeah I I definitely so what you were saying earlier about like having items from kits and being like okay you know you open the kit and you're like cool and then the next month comes along you're like oh you know here's something new again I haven't even used last month and so I like the idea that, you know, you can get these kits and you can pick, just pick them up anytime. And they're all like, it's all in, like you can start working on that project anytime because, you know, the instructions are there, the ideas are there, the inspiration is there. Um, yeah, and it's all in this zine. So, I mean, even if you've got the scene and use the ideas elsewhere, like that's also something too, like, it goes beyond the kit. Right. All of these zine ideas can be used in daily pages. Yeah. Yeah. Um, honestly, like this zine is just me channeling. I've always wanted to have my own magazine. And so this is just me kind of like. <laughs> so good. <laughs> little like a little monthly thing that I'm like, here's my little zine <laughs> that I can send out to people. So <laughs> it's it's definitely like my favorite part of the kit. Um I even get my husband to like help me write some of the intros too. <laughs> and he reads it and he's like, this is fun. I'm like, yes, please help me fill up some space. And so it's been a fun project. How do you come up with what's going to be inside the kits? Ooh. Well, this was the hardest thing for me in the beginning. As you know, like I, I did like toss a lot of ideas back and forth with you too, like just wanting to come up with something different. Um, And so, yeah, in the beginning, I was just thinking of like the final project in mind. And so I, to make my life easier in the beginning, I was just like, okay, we're going to do stickers. We're going to do a notebook. We're going to do a stamp set. Um, And in the beginning, I'd already um, kind of given myself that um, those, um, I was going to say limitations, but also like, here's the template for what I'm going to be working around. So it'll be like three sticker sheets, a notebook and all that. Um, And yeah, and I think that's given me so much more, um, definitely so much more flexibility when it comes to like thinking of themes and thinking of like, oh, you know, like last month's kit, the pep talks one. I'm like, oh, what does this look like given I have three stickers, a postcard, you know, like, oh, what if I add another postcard because it's all about encouraging someone and encouraging someone else and so it's fun to kind of think around that um how do I figure out what's going into the kit I have that to start and then I go from there basically when you're making the kit each month do you start with once you've nailed down the idea do you go with 
color palette next? Or do little like sub themes pop out at you? How does your process go from there? Good question. Yeah. So I, so I start with a list of the themes that I want to do. So I have maybe until December done in terms of themes. Um, and then I do color palettes. And then I usually start with the top, like the three, three ways that, so if you notice in the zine, there are like three main, I guess, color blocked sections. And that's kind of like my framework for, okay, there are three ways that people can interpret this theme. So for example, with pep talks, it was like, um, remember what is good, remember the lessons you learned and remember what you're capable of, you know? So it's like, okay, like why would I be creating a pep talk book? So it's like th those three things. And then from there, it's I like around those three main ideas and they don't have to be like big, like they can also be like design ideas, like sketches too. And then from there, it's like, then I figure out, okay, that, that's re really where it starts. And then from there, it's like, okay, maybe pages will look like this, or maybe this is the kind of content that will go in the pages. And then, th then I design the stamps and then everything from there. Um, so I think a lot of it has me trying to imagine what a final album will look like, a final mini book will look like. Even if honestly, I've, I like, I keep thinking, okay, if I were to scrapbook this theme, what would I put on my pages or what theme would I want to work with? And the funny thing is like these zines kind of forced me to think of what, how I'd scrapbook it, but I've actually haven't completed like my own mini book because I, <laughs> I need a scrapbook, but it's always, I'm always busy like, ooh, you know, I can, we can make it like work around this theme and that theme and, have people blow up their photos to this size. But for me, it's like just all in my all in yeah. my head. And it all goes to the zine. Yeah. That's awesome. So you are essentially reverse engineering things. Yeah. Yeah. That's really that's, cool. It's a good way to put it. That's awesome. I love that. That's really cool. What do you think has been oh, okay. What has been your favorite thing, aside from the zine, what has been your favorite thing that you've created so far? And what has been your favorite thing that is going to come out? You don't have to tell what it is, tell us exactly what it is, but Ooh. a hint. Um, okay. Hmm. My favorite thing that I've made so far, I think I really, so, for those who've seen, I guess, the past three kits, I'm a little, I'm kind of obsessed with gradients right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I've been using them a lot. And I'm like, ooh, I like how this looks. Um, and I, I, I've I, been using like really bright colors. Um, just again, like this is just my attempt at like, okay, what's different? What, what how can, how, how can I make this stand out? Um, and so I really loved using the gradients in the free postcard that comes with it. So my, why I include the postcards in the kits is I just also wanted something different um, aesthetically too, because that has hand lettering in it and everything else is, you know, digitally designed. And so having that kind of 
more organic looking design thing in the kit um I really love and it it feels like it brings something different too and I, I mean people I, I at first I was like oh no will people be like but I can't really use this in my scrapbooks but I've seen I've seen folks like incorporate it into the mini book like either using it as like the first page or you know and I'm like oh I love it like people like these you know who who doesn't like you know little inspirational prints um, I think so I've I used it I think book. I've used it for the first page in both my places and my pep talk album oh nice nice yeah so it provides a really good introduction to the theme yeah it gets you into like thinking yes. about this yeah like into Yay. the mood yeah I love yes. it I saw I I that's one thing I really love too um and just coming up I'm really excited about a lot of the themes that are coming up soon so um, I think next month like uh, the August kit is gonna be um something I'm really excited about <laughs> oh yay I'm excited I'm yeah I'm very excited okay one of the other things that I want to talk about mm-hmm. is you sleeve all of your stamps. <laughs> yeah. I am obsessed with sleeving all of my stamps. We just had a weekend called Learn to Stamp at the Awesome Ladies Project. And mm-hmm. okay, quick aside, this is kind of funny. I uh-huh. made up the whole schedule for Learn to Stamp and I put cleaning and organizing stamps at uh-huh. the top of Sundays. That was, that's what we kicked off Sunday with cleaning and organizing stamps. Mm-hmm. And I showed Jeff the schedule uh, just so he could uh, proofread it. And he was like, are you sure you want to start Sunday with cleaning and organizing stamps? Don't you want to do something like more exciting? And I was yeah. like, I'm pretty sure that cleaning and organizing stamps is going to be the thing that like, everybody is most excited about (laughs) and no joke like everyone was so excited about learning how to clean and organize and store stamps (laughs) and we talked so much about your stamp sleeves oh I am like a huge advocate for your stamp sleeves because one I think anytime you store your stamps in something Mm -hmm. they're gonna last so much longer Mm -hmm. yep and two, stamps are notorious for falling off the back of the stamp set. And if you have them stored in little envelopes, little pouches, little sleeves, mm-hmm. if they fall off, they'll fall off and fall into the bottom of the sleeve. Yeah, that's true. So those are my two reasons for sleeving stamp sets. <laughs> yeah. Why do you sleeve stamp sets? Um, well, the first, well, how did I... I didn't, you know, struggling with those cello sleeves with like the adhesive in the, like that was my experience with stamps in the past. Yeah. And that was not fun. Um, I mean, if if struggling with like using stamps and like opening and closing that isn't fun, um, packing stamps in, in those kinds of bags kind of take a lot of time too. And um, I was, so those who have um, 
been with me from the very beginning will probably know my my very first iteration of my stamp packaging. So, I mean, we're this we're this deep into this chat that you know that I already like. I have this thing about wanting to do things differently, and it's more just like maybe. I have some kind of inner rebel that's like, can I, how can I do it differently? Like, how do I stand out? Like, I don't want to just like do it the way people have been doing it. And so um, <laughs> my very first um, version of my stamp packaging was I would wrap it in craft paper. It was wrapped in craft paper in this, like, I was trying to be creative, but like by the hundredth set that I was packing, I'm like, this is too much trouble. This is hard to open. It's hard to keep, you know, reusing um, this craft packaging. And then I went for a wax paper and it was the same. Like, it was just so hard. And I remember, I think I saw, I think I was in Berlin, maybe. Um, there was a, a German stationery company that packed notebooks in these like clear sleeves. And I'm like, huh, this is a nice like size. Um, I don't know. I was just like, oh, this is so convenient like to have a journal in this little sleeve. And when you're done writing, and I was like, oh, what if, you know, I could put like, would this fit clear stamps? And it just so happened like the sleeve that I got with that notebook fit the four by six stamps perfectly. And I was like, this might be the answer to <laughs> all my stamp packaging, you know, problems. And I guess the rest is history. Yeah. So, and I thought, you know, if you're going to keep using the stamps, it's really easy to just slip them in and out each time without having to struggle with those cello sleeves with the sticky backs and stuff. Yeah. That's where that's from. <laughs> oh my God. I love it. That's brilliant. It really, it, it is. And also I love that we're not using single use plastic anymore. Yes. Yeah. That's, that was a big thing too. That's mm -hmm. really nice. And also I love that you have just like basic instructions on the back. Yeah. Oh, for the, the kits. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Well, actually, yeah. For the regular ones too. Um, especially with this vinyl sleeve, like sometimes the stamps stick to it. And so I was like, this isn't great user experience. I better add some instructions just in case. And so, yeah. Well, and it's really nice because you get to see, like, sure, you can see the clear stamp sets if they're clear in the clearer pouch. But when you put the white paper on it, it's so, it's so nice. Yes. It, it, yeah. It, you're right. The UX is just, like, fantastic. <laughs> and and yeah. I know, like, we're talking about, oh, my God, this clear stamp UX. But, like, yeah. seriously. Yeah, because it's it's from being crafters ourselves that we we get to these like solutions, right? Because especially like well, you know, if I were just looking at it as like a business owner, I'd be like, cello sleeves are so much cheaper. Let's just use that, and you know, let's just have the customer deal with it. But as crafters, we're like, hey, when I use it, you know, it's such a struggle to put it back in this bag and so how do I make it better it's such a struggle it's <laughs> yeah. it's such a struggle yeah and yeah no I was I was just like all over just like oh my god yes I go and I buy more of these for my other stamps mm -hmm. and I it's huge fan 
Huge fan of the sleeves. The sleeves Thanks. are the sleeves are life. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, I think well a lot of other brands have been um, using it now too. So hopefully it makes stamps all all around more like easier to use. I'm I am so glad that you started the trend. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> hey man, gotta start somewhere. Yeah. How can, how can corporations survive if they don't steal things from the small business owners? Ha. <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> Happy <Okay>. to share. <laughs> I, well, I mean. For the good of all. It's true. I, it, there's, yeah. There are certain things that you just can't like. Be like, no, that's mine. And I'm keeping it forever. Yeah. There are certain <laughs> things that you can. There are certain things that are like, mm, yeah, that's probably not going to be one that I can keep for the rest of my life. Yeah. And stamp sleeves. <laughs> they are so, they are so wonderful. And you have stamp sleeves that people can buy in your shop, right? Yep. I, I have refills for both six by eight and four by six. I had three by fours for a while, but then I realized I don't even have three by four stamps. I start making three by four stamps or bring back the three by four sleeves. So that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably bring them back um, soon. But the four by sixes and the six by eights are the ones that sell the most for sure. I need to get myself some six by eights. I have some unwieldy six by eight stamps. <laughs> okay, so another new thing that you have, which I am ridiculously excited about, <laughs> because it's I have been looking for the perfect clear block for my entire life. I have, I have really good clear acrylic blocks, mm -hmm. but Christine has the perfect acrylic block in her shop. <laughs> it is, it fits, it, it fits in my, my hand perfectly. It has the perfect, I can grip it so well. And it has grids on it. It has a grid. So you can line up your letter stamps. You can line up your repeating patterned background. Mm -hmm. And oh my God, there is the, I'm, I'm showing Christine on the video, but <laughs> there is this amazing sticker on it that shows you how to use the acrylic block. Yeah. Um, well, first, I'm glad you love it. Um, having acrylic blocks in my shop wasn't like, I wasn't always a plan because I'm always like, well, you know, people who buy stamps from me already have acrylic blocks or they already have ink and they have all the basic things but I think one of my plans for the year was to like I guess come up with more products for a more like beginner audience or people who wanted to get into documenting and journaling um and like didn't really know like the whole you know like clear stamps and all that and so one of the things that I've been working on is like, okay, how can I make it beginner friendly? And I guess, I guess the first step is, well, what do they need <laughs> to use my, you know, to be able to use my stamps? People are going to need an acrylic block. And what I always used to do was just send people to Amazon. And I'm like, why send people to Amazon if, you know, we can come up with a clear block that is a good size, a good thickness with grids, and just have people add it onto whatever stamps they want to get. And so, yeah, so clear blocks, clear acrylic blocks for everyone in the shop now. <laughs> I, 
I am selfishly very excited because I also normally send people to Amazon. Yeah. Especially for clear blocks with grids on them. Mm-hmm. Because Fiskars has a good set with grids on them. But they're not the exact right size. Like, I am I am a snob when it comes to this. Like, <laughs> n- Yeah. I have five acrylic blocks that I use regularly. The one that I use most is two by four. Mm. And mm. like, that's a very good one. It feels really good in my hand. Mm-hmm. I also have one that is just about two by two. It's like one and seven eighths by one and seven eighths. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's also, it's also pretty thin. Yeah. And so it's, it's, nice for doing little things but also sometimes it feels like it's going to fall out of my hand yeah yeah that that was one thing I used to have thin thinner blocks too thinking like oh this would be easier to travel with but then stamping they'd always wobble Mm -hmm. when I stamp because they're too thin right so it's getting the grip right and and the ones that you have are just they're fantastic I I just I really love the size because there's so many things about you think oh yeah stamp put the stamp on the blocks grab the block put it on the paper yeah (laughs) but when you actually do it there's Uh a lot to it yeah there's a lot to how the how the hand feels, how the stamp feels on the block, how the block feels in your hand, and how you're gonna take your hand and put it on the piece of paper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And even how much ink you put, like how how deep you press, it's also like, well, how well does the block grip? Because then that'll determine too. Like, yeah, I. <laughs> and like, it fits so nice. It fit, like it fits like a baseball. Ah. which is it's so interesting and so like you can really grab the whole thing and put it everywhere yeah (laughs) and a lot of the clear blocks you really can't or like you know some of the clear blocks that I have Mm -hmm. they're so big that you want to use two hands Mm, yeah yeah I know what you mean and like that makes it less accurate yeah. Yeah, I do have bigger ones, but but I'm so I'm so happy with this. I'm so 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 happy with this. And I love that you just have super super simple instructions because some people if you've never seen a clear block before like you'd be like what wh- how what how do you just use a clear block for? Like why yeah. in the name of anything? <laughs> Would you just use a clear block? Like, it's just, it's literally just a, you know, a cube. Why are you using this clear cube? Yeah. I mean, and a lot of, so these instructions that I put here, um, same with the instructions at the back of my stamp set. Um, A lot of that is also my experience. So when I first started selling stamps, Um, I would join craft fairs in San Francisco, Um, you know, like weekend craft fairs, like selling stuff. So I'd have like my notebooks, I'd have stamps. 
And as you can imagine, like non-crafters are like, how in the world do you use these? And so there were just so many questions, so many of the same questions. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. If you're not a crafter who's familiar with clear stamps, you know, you look at this thinking, do I just peel it off the sheet, you know, stick it onto the ink and I'm done. Like I can use it once. And I'm like, no, 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 wait, this is how you use it. And so I think that's also why like a lot of my products have like peel it off the sheet, stick it, you know? So it's like, again, beginner friendly. And also like, so you don't, you know, for, I mean, me thinking in like craft fair, um, craft fair brain where it's like here, you know, the instructions are all here. Like you can just take the stamp and the block and, you know, read the instructions and you're good to go. <laughs> so a lot, yeah. That's why a lot of my things have instructions. I really, really, really love that because it also makes your stamps, it gives them such a longer shelf life because we have clear stamps and we're like, we're constantly getting more stamps. And sometimes stamps, we're just like, you know, that stamp's not my style anymore. Or I've used that stamp 40 times. (laughs) I don't need to use it anymore. And we want to give our stamps to other people. Yeah. And when you have your instructions on the back of your stamps, it's so much easier to give your stamp to a beginner. Yeah. Yeah. And you can give it as a gift too. Right? Yeah. Like, hey, I want you to get into stamping. It's so much fun. Everything you need to know is in here. So Yeah. And like some of your stamps are so angled at that. Mm-hmm. They're so like, I was just like, like your cat lover or your dog lover stamps. Like if you know somebody who is like a total pet mom and they take tons of pictures of their pet and like, you need to scrapbook that. You need to just make a little mini book of your cat. Yeah. And you know, you just need the cat stamp. Mm -hmm. You don't really need anything else. You need a notebook and you need your pictures and you need the cat stamp. Yeah. And you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, that's your gateway drug into scrapbooking is the cat stamp. <laughs> I love how you put it. Yeah, for sure. And, and like um, when someone buys from my shop for the first time and I see that it's their first order, I do include like a little card that says like getting started with your stamps. And it has basically all the instructions at the back of the kit stamp. It has all of that. Yeah. Like how to prime it, um, how to clean it and how to how to use it on the block just in case oh my god also I just love the little block illustration stamp on the block (laughs) illustration I love that so much oh my god thanks you are amazing I love everything you make and it just it feels so it just feels so now also everything Mm. that you make feels so grounded in our current time it just feels really, it's not even, I don't even want to say like you're making it for our generation, that kind of thing. It's not like a millennial thing or any of that. Yeah. You're just making things that are so easily used mm-hmm. by everyone right now. Thanks. Well, yeah, a lot of the inspiration, um, a lot of the ideas that I get from stamps are based on I guess like myself too, as someone who crafts in my head, (laughs) like if I were to scrapbook this moment, this is 
like these are the kinds of stamps that I'd like to see. Um, and I also do, you know, talk to my creative team a lot and say like, hey, you know, have you been working on any projects that you feel like, you know, you could use a stamp set for? So like even, for example, um, the, the dog set, the, the pet sets that I just worked on, I was like, I don't have a dog. I lived with a cat for maybe a year when my roommate had one in the past, but like, I don't have that experience. And so I really wanted to ask someone, hey, as someone with a dog, what are, you know, what are things that you want to add in? And I forgot who, I think it was May, who told me like, oh, I want a stamp set that says adoption story because most of most of us have like adopted pets. And so I was like, oh, I love that because I would never obviously would have thought of that, you know, just me by myself, I'd be like, woof, like what else do I put in this stamp set, right? And so I was like, oh, that's such a great insight. And so I also love like just talking to people and be like, hey, what kinds of stories are you trying to document now? And like, what kinds of stamp sets can we make that is like specific, but not too specific that you can still kind of use it in other projects um, that are relevant and that kind of also get your brain like, ooh, you know, like um, with my stamp sets that are the ones with the prompts, like, okay, how, how does this also get your brain thinking like, oh, what stories do I still have that I can tell that I wouldn't automatically think to document, but because I see the stamp set, you know, say this thing, I'm like, oh, I have a story about that. So, yeah. It's just really cool. All the things you make are really cool and I love them. And I'm so glad that you got to tell us all about them. So let's conclude today with our currently list. Mm -hmm. Christine, what are you currently watching? Um, I'm currently watching two things. One, One old, one new. I'm watching Loki and I'm loving it. Disney Plus. So that's a new thing I'm watching. The old show that we're rewatching, we're not rewatching, just watching for the first time, is The Leftovers. Yeah, I heard we heard that was my husband and I were like, oh, this is like a, a like a pop culture like blind spot. Like <laughs> people talk about loss, they talk about leftovers, and we're like, okay, let's catch up. And so we're watching that too. Loki has been so good. Yes, I know. Yeah, it's only been like the second episode, but I'm like. <gasps> Gosh, Marvel, like, gosh, they're just so good. I felt yeah. really burned after Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but. They didn't stick the landing. It was so good. And then the last episode is like, oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Loki, oh man. Yeah, it's probably yeah, That second episode, I was like, I texted all my friends who have no time to watch television. And I was like, yeah you need to schedule Loki into your calendar. Yeah, well, at least I know you're watching it and you know I'm watching it, so. Oh, well, and also I pulled my current lead and it's the Mayor of East Town finale one. Oh my God, that was such a good show too. That was so good. Yeah. That That was a real, yes. Okay, so what are you reading? I am reading, um, so funny thing about me, before bed I like reading romance novels 
because it shuts my brain off and I don't have to think of anything. I used to like try reading business books before bed, which is the worst. Um, and so I recently read, um, so Stacey Abrams wrote like a fiction book, right? While Justice Sleeps. And then I found out that she used to write romance novels under a pseudonym and her romance novels are really well-written. Like it's like a murder mystery. And I'm like, this is like the, deepest most exciting like romance novel I've read in a while and so I I don't even remember the title of the, I think it's like Deception by Selena Montgomery aka Stacey Abrams she's such a good writer and so I'm reading that yeah I read it That's before amazing yeah <laughs> it's really good I might have to get that from the like library kindle on my mm-hmm. yes yeah okay I'm gonna do yeah. that what are you listening to um, I'm listening to, gosh, what was the last podcast? So I, I like, whenever I watch shows, I kind of deep dive. I never want to leave that world. So I just keep listening to podcasts about those shows. So like, I've been listening to Still Watching, uh, which is like a Vanity Fair podcast. And they're talking about Loki. So nice. Uh, yeah. So it's like, you know, going into like, what does it say in the comics? What are the theories and blah, blah, blah. And that's what I've been listening to. Yeah, I that sounds that sounds fantastic. <laughs> that sounds really good. What are you making? Hey, I'm making <laughs> the next kiss. <laughs> I would I wish I were making a scrapbook, but um yeah I'm working on I have a little whiteboard so I keep glancing at like the themes that I'm writing on I'm working on my August um August mini book kit I love it what are you feeling I am feeling I'm feeling kind of hopeful like things are starting to open up um it's kind of nice just seeing people like happy and out and so I'm feeling a little hopeful about that, especially here in the States. I mean, I can't say the same for my family in Manila. They're all still like stuck at home on lockdown. So I'm like also feeling very grateful that, you know, we can step outside and, you know, things are getting better. Yeah. Having in-person meetings. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's, it's an interesting time. Yeah. What are you planning? Planning? Um, I am planning my fall releases. Um, A lot of what I've been busy with, I mean, (laughs) everything I've been busy with is like shop related. And so um, I've been planning like, okay, what do I want fall to look like? Like, you know, in terms of like product releases, if I want to do anything new or just keep doing what I'm doing. Yeah, a lot of that. So exciting. (laughs) And finally, what are you loving? I am loving this Bay Area weather that we have. Um, I'm just so thankful to to live in a place where it's not too cold and not too hot. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm just so thankful for the weather right now. I don't know why, but it's part of like the whole opening up feeling. And I'm just like, oh. I totally get that. I 100% get that. Every single time I've been annoyed this week, I've been able to just go outside. Yeah, and it's like, oh there's like a cool breeze it's hot but yeah I I totally get that (laughs) this has been amazing thank you thank you thanks for having me on it's always fun to chat and it's always I always love you know asking you about 
mini books and about awesome products that could be fun to make and use. And yeah, and thanks for all the encouragement, even throughout this podcast and just, you know, all the words of encouragement and all the votes of confidence for my mini books and even for the clear block. So thanks so much for that. You are so welcome. Hmm, I know I am excited. I know all the awesome ladies love your mini books. They, they're definitely going to go get the clear, clear, the clear acrylic blocks because (laughs) can't have too many. I don't think you can have too many. That's one (laughs) of the things because one they're clear and you will just lose them on your desk constantly. And I love that this one has grid. So you're not going to just lose it because it's (laughs) fantastic, but Oh man, I am so excited. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for everything. Thank you for talking to us. I am just, this is going to be just such a wonderful listen for everybody. I I can't wait. All right, guys, we will be back next week with another episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here and we will talk soon. Bye-bye guys.